no. Uh, was it supposed to be? Kowski, was there, was there an assignment that you missed? Too late. Uh, it's not really an assignment. We've done it a few times. So Welcome back. I learned that when I was five. <laughs> I meant shit, shit when he dies. I learned when I was five. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, here we are. Season 7, episode 4. Thank you for coming down to the black cells, the sausage cells, deep, deep beneath the sausage hut. Welcome to Kowski, and welcome to C-Suite. Let's get right into a Game of Thrones couple of minutes. The Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. And now on the Sausage Mark Aram Podcast. Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute minute or two with minutes Johnny Kilbossa. And Kowski, and C-Suite. Okay, guys, here we go. Is your mind still blown? I'm still waiting to scoop my brains and put them back in my ears. Let's get right to the bell of shame. Raw and uncut. Here we go. The spoils of war. Shame. Leaving Highgarden, Jamie's dishing out the golden brown once Highgarden to himself. I'm sure Queen Cersei's reign will be quiet and peaceful. Randall Tarly emptied the granaries and loaded it into the wagons, and Bronn becomes a farmer. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Lannister always pays her debts. Cersei wants to recover things that belong to her. The Iron Bank is all in as soon as the gold arrives. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Littlefinger delivers the Valyrian steel dagger. Littlefinger lays it on thick, and Bran drops Littlefinger's catchphrase. Uh-oh, he's not Lord Stark. Bran has some new wheels. Mirren Reed, Marine Reed wants some freaking gratitude and Bran is on the spectrum then Arya walks into Winterfell everybody who knew his face is dead dude Bran knows everything who else is on your list Arya's got a dagger Bran's got a pod gaze on Bran is a success after all and Baelish is impressed meanwhile in Dragonstone still no word from the Unsullies while Masande and Danny have girl talk then Jon Snow gives a mind tour and in the secret cave there's children of the forest hieroglyphics Danny pushes hard for a knee bend and then she calls out Tyrion because she's pissed off meanwhile in Winterfell Arya has a new costume Brienne has a new pupil no way Brienne's getting schooled and Littlefinger is impressed again. Hmm. Meanwhile, in Dragonstone, John Masani and Elsa get to know each other. She's the queen we chose. And then Reek shows up. Meanwhile, outside King's Landing, Randall Tari wants to work heel, but Jamie's for his face. Rick on, I mean Dick on, didn't think it would smell like that. Men shit themselves when they, when they die, just like you said. Didn't they teach you that in fancy lad school? Then, uh-oh, here comes the dragon and the Dothraki. The dragon d- dodges and dips, and Danny goes to the well one too many times. And Drogon takes a bolt in the shoulder. Bronze a whiz with the dragon dart. Jamie goes for the win, and just before the flame, hits Bron knocks him into the drink shame 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 all right all right right okay that was an insane episode of Game of Thrones Kowski where should we first off hello C-Suite thank you for joining us for your you've been here in the sausage hut many times this is your first foray into the Game of Thrones rehashing no welcome to see you again Oh, hey, man. Still catch my breath. Just, uh, I've enjoyed uh, you guys doing the rehashes and, uh, yeah, happy to be here. I can't even remember yours, Bill. <laughs> I know. And as always, Kowski, thanks for coming back. Welcome back as usual. Great to be here, and it's great to have uh, C-Suite along for the ride. Awesome. <laughs> and Nostrovia, as the fans like Nostrovia. to say. Nostrovia. There we go. All right, guys, let's jump right into it. Kowski, where should we start? Well, we start uh, pretty much right where we picked off last week, or where we ended last week, uh, at the end of the Battle of Highgarden, I guess. I don't know if there's a more better name for it or not, but uh, the Lannisters are cleaning up afterwards, and they've got the, the, the spools of war. That's the title of this episode. So they're counting their gold and getting it ready for the Iron Bank. Yep, and they they've got a big they got a big look at it, and oh, it, it seems like it seems like three weeks though, doesn't it? The beginning of this episode, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. yeah, way back when things were kind of normal. Yeah, lots of gold. Jamie gives Bron the the big sack that he was promising him, but then Bron's not happy. Yeah, I think Bron's kind of getting sick of the whole. Uh, I think even maybe last year he said something like Jamie was like ready to drop the uh, Lannister and always pay that on him. It's just like, don't say it. Don't say it. So, Bron, Bron is uh, holding up his end left and right. He's just uh, 
Wait for this to be over with so he can enjoy the spoils of war. He's, he's like, he's like, he's been dying to like retire. <laughs> it feels like for years. Yeah. So he's like, okay, can I, all right, can I, how about that castle? Can I just like take that one? It's right here. <laughs> can I just be done with all this? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's nice. It's big on a big hill. No one's going to mess with me. And you know, he had it made, he had it made when he went to. Yeah, he had it made when he went to stock. What was it, Stokeworth Center? He had it made in the shade out there, and then Bron drug him down to Dorne. Now he's drug him all over the place, and he had a perfectly good castle at High Garden. Why not? <laughs> he should have just took off as yeah. soon as he had that. So he had a bag of gold. Jeez. Well, he could. Jamie like right away gave him an assignment. He's like go there and like, uh, you know, Reed. pinch those farmers to hard at wheat for us. Jamie's battle hard, man. He's a he's a good tender. Mirren Reed wants some gratitude. Brand's on the spectrum. He's totally Aspergered out. And he's just like, thank you. I can't even pretend right now because I've got a million other things to talk about and think about like I can I can't even emote yep. and that's about the last thing we see before Arya shows up and I, I thought the uh, I thought the the guards at the guards at the gate were pretty funny <laughs> what the guy's like you go do it or I will punch you in the face as hard as I can <laughs> <laughs> It <laughs> turn around. She's gone. She's out. Yeah, that was great. She's making quick work of those numb nuts. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little uh, nervous for a minute when she disappeared. Like I was like, I hope she, uh, you know, didn't yeah. decide to leave or something. Because she kind of like looked around, like, oh man, just kind of been on. She bailed, and I was like, man, I hope she didn't just leave because. I don't know, just because a couple different reasons. I thought maybe she just, and, and I think even in the books, nobody knows who Arya is. I think she's like a faceless man. So I was thinking this might be a point here where they, she just decides to kind of disguise herself. But um, so the guards go to see Sansa. They tell the story to Sansa, and Sansa's like, "Oh, I know where she is." So uh, head down to the crypt to visit her dad. That was yeah, great. She's like, she's like, can't they get somebody to like carve this in his likeness? And like, everybody that he was likeness is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet. That was a great, yeah. great reunion too, in the crypts. And yeah. they've they've both been through so much since they've seen each other. It's great. Yeah, girl talk like you said. <laughs> and it's good that Arya is like showing some humanity as opposed to because you know she could totally be just like Bran on she could be on the spectrum too like I'm I'm no one now you know I, I'm not I don't love yeah. you or anything but she was happy to see her well, yeah we kind of saw a little yeah. we saw a little taste of that kind of in recent weeks that's when she like was reunited with Pop Pie and whatever she just didn't really seem uh, she just seemed more focused on her killing spree than any of her history so yeah, it was nice to kind of see a little more emotion from her and just uh, getting the Starks back together here for the final season. Yeah, and then she's like, uh, then she goes gets to go see Bran. It's so great. And, you know, just seeing all three of them together, even two of them together was great. Seeing all three of them together and just thinking back to the beginning, it's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like as little kids too, ago. which is yeah, yeah. They're all little little kids, and now they're all grown right. up. You you know they're going to make us pay for feeling good about this, you know. Anytime, Some, yeah. Somehow, something, anybody, something's going to happen terrible. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, <laughs> and you get to feel good about anything happening in the show, they take it away from you and yeah. ruin it. <laughs> uh, man. So uh, yeah. So Brand. Then we reunite with Brand. Brand sees seems a little bit uh, actually not as cold here. Yeah, I think he actually did give Arya a hug, like, which kind of surprised yeah. me. I was well, waiting came, for the black came up bear and took the hug. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she came up and gave yeah. him a hug, but he still was playing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think like last week when Santa gave him a hug, he just no-sold it. So at least here he did kind of, at least maybe he's just learning to pretend to have some emotions. Yeah. I don't know, but. Um, so, yeah, so then Brian gives us another one of these little uh, kind of dropping some knowledge on these people because, you know, Arya's sitting there talking about her list and Santa's just like, what are you talking about? And then they go in and talk to Brian and Brian's like, oh, yeah, Cersei's on her list and. So just kind of giving everybody little hints about his powers here, even though and, you know he doesn't and letting, to try to explain it to anybody. <laughs> that's true, and, and at the same time, letting Sansa know that no, really, she is a a killer, and she's trained, and she's you know that list that she was joking about, she actually has one. And then then yeah, Bran gave her a steel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, gave he gave uh, her the Valyrian steel dagger. Yeah. And, you know, so that was a big point of speculation earlier because Arya had uh, appeared on a cover, I think, of, like, Entertainment Weekly, and she had that blade on her at some point. And everybody was kind of like, well, is that just a prop or whatever? But I guess we got confirmation that it's hers now officially. So. And how – you don't remember so, how then, Littlefinger got it back? I know we know. Not really, no. We, we know. I mean, I just don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We I don't know. Maybe he just kept it when they were giving, because uh, you know she she was kind of trying to determine who the assassin was, and that's when Littlefinger recognized it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's mine." But I lost it to Tyrion, and he had it in his hand, and I don't know that we ever really saw it after that. So he could have just kept it, but I don't really remember. Hmm. Does it have? So, it wasn't that anyway, Brienne. Wasn't, wasn't that in one of the books Sam was looking at in, in Old Town a couple weeks ago? Yeah, he, they definitely, because that, that dagger is like super old and valuable or whatever. So it was definitely in one of the books that like probably episode one, Sam, when he was kind of looking, uh, I think maybe even saw, there was stuff about Greystale in that book, but then there was, that's how he determined uh, that the dragon glass was below Dragonstone or whatever, but in that book, he definitely got a glimpse of that same dagger. So apparently, it's got quite a history to it, but I don't think that we really know what all that history is. All right. So Brienne kind of gets to see this reunion and realizes that she kind of fulfilled her oath to the Starks, and uh, you know, a little bit of a just a little joy from her and I think that I think at this point over the last season or two we are uh, con uh, contractually obligated to end every scene at Winterfell with like little finger in the background looking menacingly <laughs> lurking situation just Lurking. like oh you know how am I going to use this to my advantage so that's pretty much how the scene ends as all of them do at Winterfell nowadays <laughs> What would Littlefinger do? So then we're off to, then we head down to Dragonstone. Uh, Miss Sande and uh, Daenerys are having a little girl chat. <laughs> did you get some? I got some. What? You did? For real? Well, Wait, what? Explain that to me. How does that work? Many things. Well, you know he doesn't have a dick, so. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but man, oh man, is he good with other things. He knows how to please yeah, a woman. Dude, even with all the wonderful jokes I'd like to make about that from last week, the next scene is pretty <laughs> awesome, I think. I thought it was really cool. It's actually the same scene, but later in the scene yeah. where he takes her to the caves. Yeah. He takes Danny to the caves. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, so Jon Snow's down, kind of showing her some of the old crypts or old, I don't even know what that is, but they used to mine dragon glass down there, but... Uh, you see a lot of uh, a lot of references to kind of the uh, what do they call it? The children of the forest? Is that what that is? Children of the corn, dude. Yeah, children. <laughs> children of the corn. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, before, before the first men. He's like, no, they were here during the same time. Yeah. Up. But you know what? You kind of see if uh, some of the callbacks in there that you, you a little hard to pick up on are. Um, 
I don't understand. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the typhoon or uh, logo you would see on a weather map nowadays. It's like kind of a, a swirling star or whatever. Yeah. You see that, you see that on the wall a few times, and that is like some of the when the White Walkers were killing people. That would be like the formation they would use when they were uh, like leaving the bodies. They'd leave the bodies in that formation of like the swirling star. Oh, and I think there's wow. there's been some other there's been some other times where they've they've shown that picture. I think maybe when like they first created the White Walkers. When the uh, very I first the that's, I think that's the first thing. Of, Isn't that the very first thing you see in the first episode? It's the first episode. Uh, when they have those horse parts swirled yeah. out. And then the, the in the scene well, where they created the, the horse part the horse part one is from the the battle of the first or uh what do they call that? The uh, the Fist of the First Men. That was north of the wall. The Fist of the Fist First Men. The Fist of the First Men is where, yeah, that's where that the horses were. But I'm pretty but sure there's definitely some bodies in the first episode. First, okay, uh, it wasn't scenes. just horses; it was what, um, what people. That, that was just like kids, I think. <laughs> but anyway, I think what you're thinking of is the um, Fist of the First Men. So, anyway. So yeah, it looks like the uh, the children of the forest and the first men were actually allies back in the day, and there's a pretty descriptive picture, uh, a pretty spot-on picture of the White Walkers there as well. So I think uh, I think we're starting to see Daenerys um, start to believe a little bit more about what Jon Snow is telling her, but. Um, for the love of God, she is really convinced about getting him to, to bend the knee. Obsessed <laughs> bending the knee. Okay, you're right. It's all falling apart. First, let's just get this little something out of the way. Go ahead and just bend the knee. <laughs> Grabs the back of his head and just buries it. But no, I've, I've, you know, Kelsey, I've heard you talk about that in a couple of other episodes. It's, it's true. She goes right there. Hey, you're right. What, what do you want me to do? All right, I'll help you. But first, you bend the knee. <laughs> and then she's like, "All right, I'm not going to force you, but I'm going to try some reverse psychology. But you're the king; they'll, you, know, you bend the knee, then everybody else will too. All you got to do is just bend the knee." <laughs> yeah, she's she's a little hung up on that one, but what are you going to do? So at this point, she gets uh, interrupted. Looks like she is finally getting the news about. Uh, bad news about Casterly Rock, which they took, but uh, obviously created some problems as the Unsullied are now stranded, and they lost a lot of ships, and Daenerys is pissed. Side note, saw a picture of Valeris uh, at like a Comic-Con or something, and he has all of his hair. He's not bald at all, which is very strange. I I just saw the exact same thing and was just in... (laughs) Stunned as you were, I was just like, it's "Wait, like you bright that? gray hair too." Yeah, yeah. yeah they were <laughs> on. Harris? What? They were on the uh, Conan O'Brien was live from Comic Con a few days. Uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, and he was on there, and I, it, it totally was weird looking at him. It's like, huh? He's he looks like yeah. a normal old <laughs> man, <laughs> gray hair. Yep, that's that was that was I, I was thinking the same thing. So then uh, Daenerys asks for Jon Snow's advice, and he kind of gives her the same advice she's been getting recently, which is, uh, well, you can't just mow down everybody and go on a giant killing spree, or you're not really going to be the good person that you want to be. So and she's like, not sure whether or not she's going to yeah. take that advice. <laughs> she's so, so after that, guy, man, damn. Who, who Daenerys? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Daenerys Stormborn. Yeah, that was crazy. The deep underneath, deep underneath Dragonstone. It's, it's weird that I don't know. That looks like it should be a tourist attraction or something. Get come gaze underneath the caves of Dragonstone. They didn't really get very far. I mean, and then all of a sudden she just takes off. But I guess we don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we head back up to Winterfell, and Brienne is given 
Pod the business again, which is really no surprise because Pod really doesn't know what I'm what he's doing, and Grin is just pretty much mocking him. So uh, at this point, let's see. Area shows off her cat's paw blade and asks to train with Grin because she's the one that took down the mountain. Great scene, great yeah. freaking scene. The daggers. Yeah, the dagger was also shown off a little bit right there, too. Yep. <laughs> She's not taking any crap, and Brienne was getting mad. And Brienne's one of the toughest people that we've seen, you know? She's kicked everybody's ass, pretty much. She was mowing people down yeah, on several I mean, occasions, and Arya was just making a mockery of her. Yeah, she's really showing off her, like, uh, deep skills here. She's just, like, bobbing and weaving and got her a little blade but giving her giving Brienne the business so that was a pretty, pretty cool little scene there I thought I love that it. great line she's like who, who taught you that move and she's like no one right <laughs> <laughs> yeah just wait I'll be wearing your face soon enough Blondie <laughs> now that's funny because I wonder speaking of being on the list uh, you know her and the hound were tight and uh, didn't Brienne like basically almost kill him? So I wonder if Brienne at one point was on the list. Oh yeah, yeah uh, I, I don't think she ever really made any reference to Brienne because she hated the Hound at that point. So that's true. She yeah. kind of was probably happy. She was a little torn. She was kind of happy, but she was starting to have mixed feelings at that point as well. So he's got to be showing anyway, up next I week think, at Winterfell. Uh, that, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens if uh, Arya and the Hound cross paths again. I'm anxiously awaiting that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, that was a great little training scene. She gave the Hound or gave Brienne the business, and I think uh, right there at the end of the scene, we see that might come as a surprise, but I think there was a little bit of little finger lingering in the background, <laughs> giving a menacing look to the situation. He was impressed again. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was. <laughs> but he never comes down from that porch. He's either on the porch or in, in the in the crypt. Oh, very well done. Right, maybe God, I should love you. Keep an eye on him. He's just he's still lingering. I, I thought we were done with him like four episodes ago. You know, like what more could he offer to the story? I guess he's probably got something to offer. Oh, oh, so, <laughs> so anyway, we head back, uh, we head back to Dragonstone and Jon Snow's having a little heart to heart with Davos. And <laughs> one little thing I thought was kind of funny about this scene, and I, I'm guessing 98% of the crowd didn't pick up on it, but um, I know what it was. John hey, Snow she's hot. Something. <laughs> He's like, no, she's not hot. But if you look, I'm thinking about war. Ninety-seven, uh, Kelsey, not ninety-eight, ninety-seven percent. Well, uh, you're wrong. First of all, oh, uh, <laughs> but um, there's a scene in there, and 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 John Snow says something about what do we have? Ten thousand men less, and then Davos corrects him and says fewer, and nobody's gonna catch that. But there's like from. Earlier in the seasons, like, Stannis Baratheon was kind of a grammar Nazi. And so there's, like, two separate occasions where he, sep where he corrects Davos on using less versus fewer. So apparently <laughs> nice. Stannis' nice. grammar lessons are kicking in here. So he's doing the correcting, but this time to Jon Snow. Man, so that is a, that is an astute callback, dude. I don't, that is, I don't recall that, but that's, that is... Uh, I am giving you a, that's a, a, deep a gentleman's bow over here over the phone. That's a good <laughs> one. That's a good YouTube one. Stannis, uh, YouTube Stannis grabber, Grammar Nazi, I think you'll find it. But <laughs> anyway, that was the one thing I kind of thought was funny there. But uh, I don't know. What else happened? He's yeah. learning. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought you were making reference to you know the fact that, you know, Liam, Liam Held, Helmsworth, Davos, uh, says, you know, oh man, you know, she's just something to look at as well. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't think of that. Or I'm, I'm worried about war. And like, well, like, oh, that's your half sister. Dude. So that's probably good that you don't have that feeling. 
I've looked the Night King in the eye. I haven't been able to get it up since then, Lottie. <laughs> so they talk with Masande. So then we look out. Oh, yeah. What happens here with Masande? Oh, they talk. Oh, so um, where are you from? Oh, uh, what are you, a Boston? No, I'm not a Boston. Uh, they, where I come from, there's no such thing as a Boston. Because nobody gets married where, where she's from. They kind of they kind of call her out too a little bit, like challenge her. Well, aren't you still a slave if you're here? She's like, I could if I wanted to leave, she'd send me with the ship. And then uh, that's when the uh, old dude goes. He, he said, uh, "Yeah, pretty funny line." Uh, you remember what he said? He said something about, "Well, can I just change teams?" <laughs> like it sounds oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> that was a good line. And then out of nowhere, he, he, he was in a jolly mood. Yeah, he's in a jolly mood on that whole walk. Yeah, beat the beat the heck out of being outside of Winterfell and losing a war and then having to go back to freaking wall. So then Theon Reek Greyjoy comes out of the freaking water. Yeah, so you might be able to give me a little background here too, but I, I remember, I remember Theon didn't treat Sansa and John very well, but I don't remember why he wants to kill him other than, oh, you've already killed Rob Stark. Is that the, you killed Rob, so I should be killing you, but I'm not going to uh, kill you didn't. because I know you did a solid for my sister. Well, you know, he was raised by the Starks, kind of as their yeah. family slash prisoner, and mm -hmm. they never really treated him wrong, but people started getting in his ear and kind of being like, yeah, they're, they're not your family. They're your captors. They're your captors. So, Finally, when he becomes like a certain age, uh, Ned Stark sends him back to his home island of Pike or whatever, and then he gets back to Pike, and he's like, hey, let's go help the Starks. They're our allies, and everybody gets in his ear again. He's like, uh, they're not your friends. They're not your friends. They're not your friends. And so he's really torn because it's like this family has, uh, you know, raised him and treated him like an equal, and then he gets back, and everyone's just trashing him, and he doesn't know, you know, am I supposed to side with my family or am I supposed to side with the people that raised me? And he finally, like, talks himself into taking Winterfell on this mission back in probably, like, season two. So he goes to Winterfell, kills a bunch of people, and kind of turns on the Starks because he just doesn't know what to do because he's just torn between his family and them. So but, uh, no love lost. But yeah, I was kind of sure. I kind of forgot about that when I saw Theon arriving. I was just like, "Oh yeah, Theon hasn't seen Jon Snow in quite some time. I'm sure he's not going to be happy with him." So. I guess we can assume and that he I'm, found out that it wasn't Bran and Rickon that he burned. Well, I guess he would know that because he saw Rickon. Yeah, so they have hey, uh, an uneasy how you doing, and then they they have a short conversation, and then it's over with, and and then all of a sudden we're. Well, you know, I the it, it kind of cleared up for me though too. I was like, okay, he was. I wasn't sure if he was scooped out of the water by his uncle's army or his own. Me neither. And that kind of cleared it up. Okay, so it was like, okay, he got picked up by his own army, and they were pissed at him because you know he, he shouldn't have been alive. He should have been dead if he tried to save his sister. Yeah, and he's another guy who probably should, he should have been dead a hundred years ago. Like, I keep, okay, like, we're going to run out. He hasn't run out of use yet. I guess not. So people are swerving he, big, he swerving so death all too. over the place. Yeah. He's great character development from the beginning when he started to reek and then kind of fighting his way back, but not all the way. So then, you know, John's yeah, like, oh, the queen's not well, John's like, or he's like, I, I came to beg forgiveness from the queen. And John says, the queen's not at. Like, hmm. And then we go right well, where to. Is she? Where'd she go? <laughs> apparently, we went to the wild, wild west out after this. That's what it looked like. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Canyon. So where do you think Nevada. these guys are at this point? Are they Are they on their way? They're almost to King's Landing? Is that what they... I mean, I'm looking yeah, at some they, still they, shots here, and it looks like they're honestly in Wyoming somewhere and under a butte. They, they, the, this, during this scene, I think they they confirmed that the gold got to Winterfell. So, or I'm sorry, to uh, King's Landing. 
So they must be pretty close to King's Landing because they yeah, obviously exactly they wouldn't send the gold that much. Yeah, but they wouldn't they send the gold that much far ahead of them. And <laughs> and Randall, Randall Tarley is like, oh, uh, flogged stragglers uh, tend to get better at their jobs after you whip them a few times. At least warn them first. Yeah. Can we do that? It was great that Randall Tarley got to like, work in being a jerk about something. You know, he only had to say three lines <laughs> in the whole thing, but there was some some Dick would say, and then they call Rick on Dick on again and Dick on Rick on. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate that. Yeah, one. that's a good one. Uh huh. Uh huh. And here's about the so, last. So let's see. So we finally get uh, pretty much, I think, what everybody's been waiting for for quite some time here is the Dothraki start to uh, attack the Lannister lines and look up above. It's Drogon and Daenerys and man he just goes on a major killing spree here yeah major it was it was laying we've seen a little we've seen some glimpses of that uh you know a little bit at that arena when the harpies were attacking he mowed some people down and Mm -hmm. we've seen him burn some ships but this was just this was a a lot of killing right here The, the death the body count was racking up faster than Commando, circa 1986. It was an awesome fight scene, man. I'm, I'm not particularly keen, uh, uh, keen on just gratuitous, like, uh, you know, one-on-one warrior violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was awesome, man. The speed, just the, the whole scene was great, man. Cutting back from the, you know, the horseback to the legs to the, uh, and all of a sudden. Here comes the dragon over the over the horizon. But just a badass scene, man. Really felt uh, um, like one of the better battle scenes I've ever seen. It made me think of some good Lord of the Rings scene. Yeah. Yeah, I like when they just cut away too once in a while and you just see a corpse that was just like ash burn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> And we'd forgot. I think I, you know, I was like, don't go to sleep on the Dothraki. You know, we, we haven't seen them really since they showed up on this side of the pond. And like, where the heck were they hanging out? You know, and then all of a sudden, oh, okay. They, they've been riding fast. I mean, that's a ways away. Well, and they had yeah, to get on shore. Yeah, that's true. I guess, uh, I guess this is where we get into the time warp discussion and some people care about that I don't care about at all. So Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. We got too many Apparently things. Apparently Danny to get made to. it if you're if you're a more casual watcher who's not, you know, just watching it, that doesn't bother you at all, the time thing. You don't even really pay attention to it. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was a scene though that I thought was so cool. Like I, they showed a couple times I think where the the guy I mean the Dothraki on a horseback. And they start getting close to like the front line, and the dudes pop up while they're in full gait and start firing bow and arrow off off of the back of the horse. Yeah, that's a really cool. Yeah, that was, that's really awesome. But yeah, I guess we're not dumb enough to just ride our horses into your line of spears. We're gonna throw some arrows at those guys a little bit. So uh, did they pick that up so since they got here? Just, uh, I, was, I, I don't. What's I don't that? know if I remember. I don't re- know if I remember them shooting arrows when they were on the Great Grass Sea or whatever. I mean, I wonder if they just picked that up since they got over here. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure, but we haven't seen I, them I, in battle a whole lot, so yeah. yeah. Saying, I don't think I've ever seen that ever in any kind of scene of uh, people hopping up on horseback. That's a pretty cool talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this is really, I'm, I'm watching it again, like, this really is a part Old West battle scene. Lots of horses, lots of dudes dying, you know, without the infantrymen, but <laughs> just lots of carnage. Ugh. Lots of carnage, but definitely the, the dragons, the dragons steal the show, man. They were, that was just the dragons or the dragon. I can't figure out, is it just one of them? Is it her on Rhaegon? Yeah, it's just one. I've. 
that's Drogon. But yeah, Drogon. I don't know why the other two, what the other two are doing, because last time we saw them fighting the ships uh, of the slavers a season or two ago, all three of them were involved, even though Daenerys was the only one riding one. So I don't know. The other two must just be uh, taking a nap or something. Don't put all your dragon eggs in one basket. <laughs> and they burned so, all they burned their supply that, line too. Yeah. So it, speaking of that, uh Braun kind of uh getting some heavy battle action here. And uh looks like one of the Dothraki has them lined up. They're going kind of toe to toe and uh Braun gives them a couple pretty good shots, tries to hit him, you know, throw a dagger at him, but deflected and the uh Dothraki soldier takes out his horse's leg and Bronn is left uh without a sword and kind of fleeing for his life. And and Danny should have just she should have quit while she was ahead. She should have just pulled the reins back and said, Alright, let's take it back to gold base. There's a couple things in that scene too, Fowski, where he's uh one on one with that Dothraki dude. He drops his gold and yeah. can reach back and grab it. He's like, ah, I better, I better survive and live, which is interesting. I thought. And then I think yeah, it was right he, before, yeah, right before that too, though, just to, uh, to Dickon, aka Rickon, um, he he basically saves Jamie by stabbing that guy in the back. So you see, I bet he doesn't call him Rickon. I bet he gets his name right the next time. Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I forgot Thank about you, that. Dickon. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. <laughs> Thanks for saving my life, Dick. On. <laughs> no, serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, really, no. really, Rick. No. On. No, I mean, Dick. On. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was. Uh, this was. I. I didn't want Bron. To have to work, I, I see this Bron is working heel, you know, having to go, go to the. And I saw on on the closed caption that they called it the, the scorpion. The arrow thingy. Who? Oh they, they yeah, call the so I believe it, the. I, I, I believe the technical term is a ballista or ballista. Uh you might recognize it from your uh, Witcher Three Gwent deck. Yes, yes, I know it's Ooh. eight eight points. <laughs> Northern Realms, <laughs> use it a lot. So yeah, he takes out one of the Dothraki with that thing, which kind of seemed pointless to me. I think he would have just sat there and cut him because uh, it doesn't look like getting that thing ready to fire is super easy, but. He drops the drops the curtain on the wagon and pulls out the the scorpion. I like how they had it hidden in a wagon so the satellite it couldn't image it when it's going down the pathway. <laughs> it's hidden. That's right. It's covered covered up just in case. Well, I was kind of trying to kill a dragon. You don't want the dragon to see. So. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's totally it's metal. I'm watching him go into it right now, and it's like, what's this thing? Oh. Oh, but when he, when he shoots that Dothraki guy, yeah. he throws him like. <laughs> so you, you can tell right away it's got some power behind it. Yeah, the biggest sure. crossbow ever made. And bronze guy. Yeah, surprised you only had one of them. I would have thought, uh, you know, maybe maybe they they got some more back at King's Landing or not, but yeah, uh, you know. Relying on one of those seems uh, seems like a bit very trusting of the, the of the weapon. But anyway, but luckily Bronn's in charge of it. Luckily for them, anyway, Bronn is the one handling it. So he uh, fires off a couple shots and finally gets Drogon right in the right arm. He goes into the he goes into the uh, goose tailspin from Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it's so it's like you know we, we saw it was the last week maybe it was two weeks before where we saw it could crush the skull of a dragon, but it looks like a I mean it's a serious wound, but it, it didn't kill it obviously uh, gave a nice flesh wound, uh, but he was able to land safely and get beautiful Daenerys to the ground. 
Didn't she? But didn't there, he there dodge is, one right? of them? If it bleeds, you can kill it. Yeah, and he, he what's that? Yeah. Like Drogon dodged one. one. Yeah, and like Danny yeah. should have said, "Hey, wait a second, we need to get out of here." They got, they got air great. to yeah. land the air artillery. She was just, uh, Damn, she was getting these, cocky. These scenes with the dragon are so great, though, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I'm watching it as a, yeah, it's replaying here, and I'm skipping yeah, that through. That is but... what, that is what everyone has been waiting for. Full sack, like, like twenty minute yeah. battle scene with the dragon. So, yeah, but she's off she, right here. That's for sure. She should have. Uh, she should have left movie every week. She should have left after that thing almost hit it because Bron knows what he's doing with the the big wheels, spinning the big wheels. And did you notice that scene earlier where like that Dothraki guy kind of says in Dothraki, whatever, to uh, Tyrion, uh, you know, your people can't fight. Yeah. And uh, Tyrion kind of has his head yeah, down, like, yeah, it's, it's still hard to watch my, you know, probably my relatives or friends that are in battle that are being yeah. killed. But... And he, he could see Jamie on the battlefield and he just saw like run. Lannister yeah. soldiers yeah. getting barbecued left and right. So, bit of a tender moment for him here. It wasn't, uh, the gravity of that situation wasn't lost on him, that's for sure. Yeah. It looked it looked like Drogon was going going down. I was like, no way, she's going to die. She can't die, can't she? Yeah, but, uh, Nobody just, just wounded, able to land safely. Yeah. Taking it, taking it uh, right in the, um, the collarbone, just like Kowski at a particular rugby match. Ooh. One day, just yeah, take he's a... gonna need uh, he's gonna need some shoulder surgery about twenty <laughs> years down the road. I think <laughs> he ignores it. <laughs> so gonna have to cop yeah, the collar. Yeah, so Daenerys on. then to kind of close things out. Daenerys uh, gets off a of Drogon and tries to start peeling that arrow out of his chest, and Jamie sees her and. Besides, it's time to go in for the kill. He's going for the belt high above the ring. He's climbing the ladder. Tyrion's watching from afar saying, don't, don't try it, you idiot. Don't do it. Don't do it. But now he goes for it. And then, uh, yeah, fascinating. I'm not sure exactly who. But yeah, somebody I don't know. Him off we tell? I kind of felt like it was Bronn, but I don't know that it was Bronn, so I have no well, idea. If it, if it was Dickon, then they have to be like, he's going to be a major character, but I don't think it was Dickon. I think it was, it was Bronn. Yeah. I'm just watching it. It's like saying yeah. Dickon. And now it's like, well, what's with Jamie? Like, can you not swim or something? Or kind of looked a little shocked. Well, he yeah. could, be, could be the armor. I don't know. Yeah, I was confused really? too. I mean, we just get the uh, Jamie sinking to the bottom of the lake here, and then the credits roll. So I don't I'm wondering know. if it was like I, a, a really hard hit because they show like two bodies going down. Like and neither one of them is like swim. They're more stunned than anything. That was superhuman. Um, yeah, Jamie Bron... does have a big ass gold arm on, right? So <laughs> yeah, and a lot of <laughs> body armor. A lot of armor. He learned to swim. Probably not. It's a great episode, man, for sure. Totally. It, is. it was great. I mean, I was just, for the, the, the last 12 minutes, I was just, I was, the, you know, enthralled. Like, I wasn't even, I couldn't write anything down. I wasn't even thinking about writing anything down. It was just like, <laughs> oh, 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 Yeah, I just. I just, uh, I'm watching it on replay too in the background here, and there's this part where Drogon is just strafing the army and just <laughs> mowing people down. Like, it's just visually very cool. He, he changed his controller setup to make his left stick strafe and just let the fire go. <laughs> Isn't that what you used to do, Kowski? Oh, I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I, I got uh, caught up in no, I know. Again. Change the change his controller <laughs> setup so his right stick strafes oh. instead of his left stick. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, 
don't get me started on this new strafing trend. C-Suite. We're talking about Kowski's known for, you, you know, if you're in a video game, you're using two sticks to move around and one's your, one's your kind of your camera. Sure. And then your other yeah. one is your strafe. And Brian doesn't like the, the default. I, I don't know what it's like now. I've gotten used to it over the years, but uh, yeah, I used to I used to like the old school like left button, right button, strafe. But now you got to do it on like the uh, control pad with your right thumb to strafe left and strafe right. So it took me a little while to get used to it, but I think I've come to terms with it. <laughs> but the fact that you would go in and like change the default settings is, is that's pretty impressive. Like I'm gonna go in there and redo this the way I want it. Yeah. Mark of a, Don't tell a gamer me right there. Jay in game, dude. He knows yeah, what to gonna, do. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, who, who am I to, uh, you know, tell uh, uh, Johnny, Fi- Johnny Next Game <laughs> 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 how, to, how to manage his controller? So, right. You know, so it's like, I mean, looking back on this episode, it's al- it's almost like we can't, you can't, I can't go back. You know, there's there's no really even considering what happened before tonight in the entire history. It's like, okay, we've, everything's happened and here we are and holy crap. Mm-hmm. Tons of stuff going on. I, I, I did a deep dive the other day with, we kind of did that deep dive. I'm like, you know, if I'm the White Walkers, I'm playing the long game. Let these guys just kill each other off. You know, you're already dead. Just, you know, let this long winter come and starve everybody and just make everybody cold and miserable. Don't worry, they'll be dead. They'll all be dead soon. Um, which we, I, I was talking to, to Kibasa last week about that, and like, you know, why why would they even march? Why don't they just hang out and let this long winter come and wipe them out if they've been around as long as the, you know, the children of the forest? Anyways, little little you know speculation on what uh, how this could unfold. That would be a very you know not a very dramatic ending. But what's the army of the dead doing know. in their downtime? They're having campfires and stuff, or are they just standing there? You know, do they they go back in the ground? Just being dead. Yeah, I don't know. Valid question. So how how much uh, how how much of the Lannister army do you think was there? They got you know, you got a horde of Dothraki. I mean, I'm assuming it's probably do all the Dothraki go? Why not? So it's all the Dothraki. I'm sure they took some losses, but. Lannisters were practically wiped out. It looked like, anyway. And yeah, I wonder, I wonder how much of their total amazing. army that was. Yeah, and they got pretty much the the small force they left behind at Casterly Rock got annihilated last week, and mm-hmm. uh, looks like the bulk of their forces are pretty pretty much decimated this week here. So, and then we'll have the, to wait until uh, next week and see the aftermath. The uh, the postscript, like you know, oh next week little ex- excerpts they had. Uh, you know, Danny was talking to the remainder of the troops. Like, hey, listen, I'm not uh, trying to be a murderer, so uh, either sign up with me or um, or we're going to kill you. Um, so it'll be interesting to uh, you know see how many people actually left. It didn't appear like there was you know hundreds of soldiers that were there in the first place uh, left after the, the devastation. We're gonna change your change your armor out, get you some new swords, we're gonna paint your paint you a different color, and we're gonna kill Cersei. What do you say? I mean, so, so so what is next? What do we what do we expect to see next week? Well, if we've got I mean, they're covering a lot of ground. They are, and so if yeah, we've got the have a lot long way to go. Uh, it looks like next week we're gonna we're gonna see a little bit more of the wall. I think based on the preview they showed after this episode, so hopefully we'll get a little action from the Hound. Um, get to see what's going on with the White Walkers, and because we really haven't, uh, you know, like maybe episode one or two of this season, they they talked about uh, sending the um, the so oh crap, damn, I forget Dothraki. So episode one they started talking about. Heading or uh, the, the, the free folk kind of manning the wall over at the East Watch by the sea. So uh, they've kind of been building towards the White Walkers heading towards the wall. I'm thinking, uh, thinking we're going to see a little bit more of that next week. 
So we've got the Dothraki, wherever they are in the wild, wild west out there. I'm not sure where, if they were closer to King's Landing. I guess they should have been closer to King's Landing. And I guess Dragonstone really wasn't all that far away from, but they're on the other, like they're on the other side of town. You know, if they got to go down and around or they had the Dothraki had to go down and around a little bit to catch up with those guys because they were because they were south of um, south of King's Landing and Dragonstone is north of King's Landing. So they're down there. You got yeah, so Jon Snow mining. What's that, bro? No, I was just going to say, what's the next step? I wonder for Danny, is she going to go Ironborn and try to take out some of the Navy? Um, or is she going to go back? I'm just I'm curious. To, well, first she, we got to Every s- time she gets, every time things look bad for Cersei, she always manages to come up with a plan. So uh, they kind of, you know, seemed like she was working out some details with the Iron Bank this week for some more money. So I'm going to guess that she's got something up her sleeve and she's going to find find a way to deal with this in the short term at least now are we sure that they said that the the gold had made it back to king's landing because when i was yeah. wa- that one of them i'm pretty sure okay so that one scene when jamie's watching that the white horses the white horses dragging the flaming uh yeah, you yeah. Know, cart behind but it the guy said uh, he just he had just got word that the gold was inside the gates of king's landing okay Because I was, because they was showed like, oh, it right, that's... they showed it right after bronze gold got thrown down. I was thinking, okay, yeah. that's not yeah. his... man. So I guess we need to, and we haven't seen the dead yet, and we've got only th- we got three episodes left. We're gonna have to wait another freaking year. Can you believe that? That's not fair, man. <laughs> that is not fair. <sighs> yeah, fifty-seven percent through this season, and that's that's it, right? Those are wrapping it up. And it's going to be Monday soon, so it's just uh, uh, the most disappointing part of the week. I gotta wait. Yep. <laughs> Man. All right, boys. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'll get to watch this episode three more times between now and then. So <laughs> there you yep. go. That's it. Just space it out. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can call it. We call it right there. I, I was a, this right was there. I'm going th- to bed. All right, man. Um, C Suite, thanks a lot for coming and thanks for having me. And Kowski, thanks a lot for coming. And Anytime. awesome job again. And we will see you in the dark cells underneath the sausage hut next week.